0: WDEL On Demand, brought to you by Stanley Steamer. Air duct cleaning. Delaware's clean air experts. Call 1-800-STEAMER.
1: What are the virtues of eating so-called ugly foods, unattractive fruits and veggies? Uh, writing about that and a few other interesting stories here, Jeanette Setembre, reporter at Moneyish, the uh, platform targeting you young adults. And, well, Jeanette, uh, if it's nutritious and uh, if there's nothing else wrong with it, uh, I mean, it would seem kind of nonsensical, almost sinful, just to throw these ugly foods away.
0: Absolutely, Alan. And there's something beautiful about eating ugly produce. Um and- and we can see that right now with this new company called Imperfect Produce. What they do is collect, um, you know, kind of unattractive fruits and veggies like a curvy cucumber or an oversized beet and um, redistribute it to people who can buy it for less than they would pay in a grocery store. And now there's nothing wrong, um, edibly speaking, with the, these fruits and veggies, but they otherwise wouldn't have been sold um, at a grocery store and it is in an effort to combat food waste. I
1: mean, are there particular companies that are doing this? Yes, absolutely. So
0: there's a San Francisco based company called Imperfect um, and they are in markets across the west coast and today they announced that they just expanded on the east coast. They're gonna be in the suburbs of Washington D.C. along with Maryland Um, and so they are hoping to spread nationwide and this works as a subscription based service. So basically you go online you can subscribe to get some of these fruits and veggies sent to your home just like you would with any other kind of uh, meal kit delivery service and uh, basically it saves you a trip to the grocery store while you do good um, to eliminate food waste. Um, let me just point out that an outstanding 20 billion pounds of produce is lost on farms each year and that's 63 million tons of food that's wasted. Um, this is according to a report by the National Resource Defense Council. So you know. We all need to do our part to uh, yeah to really uh, to to combat this.
1: Take advantage of this. I, I got to say sometimes we hear complaints, people modest incomes saying they hear you know eat your fruits and veggies, more produce, get rid of the junk food, get rid of the potato chips. But the junk food is cheaper, so this kind of counters that argument if it becomes more widespread and available.
0: That's the thing. Exactly. I mean, if we're able to kind of lower the prices on our fruits and veggies, this is going to make healthy food accessible to more markets and more people. Even if you're living in a food desert where you can't necessarily get access to healthy food, um, it's bringing veggies to the masses. So what if it's not a perfectly circular beat, you know? Um, At the end of the day, it's still... Good for you. It's still nutritious, and you are helping farmers and helping to reduce food waste.
1: Well, I got to say, uh, in your article in Moneyish, I see a picture here of, I guess, a green pepper. I got to say, the, the, if dare I call it a deformed green pepper, but it looks kind of cute. I don't see anything it's... unappetizing about it <laughs> at all.
0: I don't either. And here's the thing, Alan. Yeah, maybe it's not so pretty, but when you dice it up and you chop it up and you throw it in a salad, Precisely. you're not even going to remember what it looked like on the shelf. That's so. the other
1: point. Okay, uh, you've you've had a torrent of articles in Moneyish. I got to say that, and. One of them is uh, workplace advice from uh, a certain trio of women. Do explain. Yes, yes. Um,
0: So we featured uh, a new book that's out by um, a group of ladies that call themselves the Betches, B-E-T-C-H-E-S. And this is a trio of very smart millennial young women who kind of rose to fame on social media by parodying uh, young millennial women and some of the challenges. And I say that in quotes they face. Um, and now, uh, this is their third book that's out. It's a career, uh, it's a career book of sorts for young professionals. Um, who want to take charge at work, become a boss, while still maintain a thriving social life. And that's called When's Happy Hour? Work hard so you can hardly work. A goal for many of us, I think.
1: Give us an example of a tip.
0: So a tip that they have is mastering time management. You can really, really work on something all day if you don't have a deadline. Um, And so they give you tips on how to manage your time, you know, if it's completing a deadline, putting your phone on do not disturb, not looking at social media apps like Instagram and just getting it all done and then um, tackling other tasks like email, setting aside time to look through your inbox instead of just diverting your attention um, during the day. Um, yeah, and then and, and they tackle some more serious topics like negotiating, negotiating a raise at work. Um, they note in the book that only 7% of women negotiate their salaries compared to 57% of
1: men. Gotcha. And you mentioned social media. Well, that's our transition to our final subject, and that is Ariana Grande and uh, kind of uh, getting uh, away from the uh, the rhythm of social media all the time, 24-7. That's the thing,
0: Alan. Ariana Grande has decided to break free, no pun intended, from social media. She announced um, that she's leaving the Internet for a time, uh, suggesting that it's to avoid the current social media obsession with her, Break up um, from Pete Davidson, but honestly, this kind of raises a bigger point that it's really healthy whether you're a star or kind of an average person to just take a break from social media detox, if you will.
1: Well, I'm not mistaken; she's already picked up another significant other. Uh, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Good for her if she did. Uh, but but it, um, it, it does take a certain uh, a strategy I, for some folks to get away from it. Uh, I mean, I mean, look at drivers and cars with phones and whatnot. Absolutely,
0: Alan. And honestly, the old phrase "out of sight, out of mind" really. Speaks volumes here, because if you delete an app from your phone, you don't have to. You don't have to delete the uh, the profile, you know, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Facebook, but just having it off your phone really helps you kind of to detox from just all the clutter. And you know, when you're when you're so involved in someone else's life, you don't progress on your own and your own career career goals. So, I mean, really, I think you'd see a lot of professional benefits if you take some time off these apps and just unplug.
1: But personal thing, those of us in journalism, can we afford to?
0: That's the thing. Those of us in journalism <laughs> have to be on Twitter and really monitoring what's going on. But, you know, that's not entirely true. We can still scan the, scan the web for, for news sites. But I think, you know, cutting out a few things that maybe don't pertain, pertain to our jobs, like Instagram, could be very helpful.
1: All right, Instagram. All right. Uh, very good, Jeanette. Yeah. September a, and all this and more on the Money-ish website. Thank you, Jeanette. Thank you, Alan. Right.